Primetime with Blair and Darby on Classic Rock 98.1. February 14th. Is that, is it coming up on, is it Sunday? Yeah, it's Sunday, right? Uh, hold on. Yeah, I should probably know that because my wife's like, you better get me dinner and all that stuff. Yeah, it's on, uh, it's coming up on Sunday already. Forget Valentine's RV. What about Valentine's? Oh, Yeah. Did you uh, think of that all on your own? Mm. Took a few uh, Lucan lattes. What do you want from me, brother? Valentine's. Ooh, tell me more. We want you uh, to show your car the love this coming weekend. We've teamed up with our pals at Trafalgar U Wash. Not coincidentally, RV on Trafalgar. <laughs> Earlier, I was uh, I was trying to joke around with you. I'm like, uh, what streets that located on again? I was like, well, clearly it's Dundas. <laughs> no, Trafalgar U Wash has been a great uh, station partner of ours here at Classic Rock 981, and they have uh, very graciously offered up three $50 car wash packages for this Friday morning, Classic Rock Mornings with Blair and RV. And we want to hook you up because, let's be honest, we are mid-February, and your car looks like absolute hell. I can't wait for those spinners to rub up against my car parts. Mmm. Can't wait for that water to wash my car's undercarriage. <laughs> oh yeah! So you've got all the salt stains on there, like the the dirty, mushy, muddy, slushy crap that's all stuck to it. Maybe you got you know that stuff that you're trying to like scrape out of the wheel well. Yeah, those big chunks of ice. We want to get rid of that for you, or I should say, Trafalgar U Wash does. Uh, so you can show your uh, your car the love this coming weekend. Cars deserve love too. Just don't put it in the gas tank. We. Uh, we, we, mm, I see what you did there. <laughs> took you long enough. No, actually, it did. It took me like a split second. Uh, so be listening Friday morning between 6 and 9. We're going to give you the opportunity uh, to show your car some love and uh, win those car washes from our friends at Trafalgar U Wash uh, as we celebrate Valen Shines. My car Woo! is very dirty right now. Very very dirty, Blair. So is your mind, RV. Mm. Prime time with Blair and RV on Classic Rock 98.1. The dude that made headlines on Sunday, not Tom Brady, not <laughs> Patrick Mahomes during the Super Bowl, uh, has now revealed that he did, in fact, win a massive prop bet, RV. It's crazy. This guy's name is Yuri Andrade. He's the guy that went onto the field wearing that pink thong bathing suit. That's right. And you had to be quick to spot it because I talked to my parents after they saw the video of you streaking down Richmond Row. <laughs> and they were like, there's a streaker in the Super Bowl. I'm like, yeah, you had to catch it quick because Nance cut to commercial. Oh, yeah. But this guy that ran on the field, he actually says he came up with the idea for the stunt after seeing a prop bet that offered great odds if someone actually ran onto the field during Super Bowl 55. And it's crazy. So he put down the money and there was this rumor that he had done it and come back with a lot of coin. Yeah. And now he's speaking out on what actually happened. And uh, like, have a listen to this guy. Once we came up with this idea to do this, I called one of my friends and he goes, I wonder if there's a prop bet for that. <laughs> so we started searching uh, Bavada. Bavada prop bet was plus 750 for a fan to run onto the field. So I immediately started calling every single person I know and asked them to set up an account with Bavada and place oh, wow. their bets. Tom Brady has right I now. did as many and as so I can, I and with the difference, 
We made a, about $370,000. $370,000. So essentially what he did was he bet on himself getting onto the field. Like That is just like a crazy notion. He got arrested and booked for trespassing, but it was only a $500 fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, talk about bank. So you think about it for a moment and that now legendary call from Kevin Harlan. Yeah, yeah. The radio call when he was out on the field in Tampa. For $375,000, is it worth having Kevin Harlan say this about you? Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man! That's worth $375,000 easy, my friend. You know how you don't want a criminal record because it could prevent you from getting a job? If I had that on my record, I'd be proud to show that accomplishment (laughs) to future employers. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man! Time with Blair and Darby on Classic Rock 98.1. Did the man who helped build the Forest City, John Labatt, attempt to steal what's near and dear to the tragically hip? At the Well, the tragically hit Blair are suing Mill Street Brewery for more than $550,000 over the 100th Meridian Organic Amber Lager. And of course, Mill Street was purchased by Labatt Brewery some years ago. And as we now know, InBev, Anheuser-Busch, it's just down the street. We all know, uh, you know how beer basically built the city of London. Um, and that's it's funny. When that beer came out, a lot of people said... Like at the time, even where isn't isn't that a tragically hip song? Oh yeah, and they the hip they released a statement. They said, "quote We took this step to clear up any confusion once and for all. We all know at the hundredth meridian was Gord Downey's idea and not Mill Street's. It's and there's uh, there's a little bit of logic there, right? Because the hundredth meridian, like that song, when you think about it, I mean, it's 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 one of those things that you like any time of year throughout Canada. It doesn't matter where you instantly know." What that is. And for Mill Street to capitalize on that, you know, it, it yep. just seems obvious when all Canadians know right away. And especially here here in London, I mean, we've uh, Gord Downey's wife at one point. She's like, she was from London. Like, we know, like, we know exactly what the 100th Meridian is. And it's not a beer. This may be what actually sparked the lawsuit. But the hip said, uh, despite having no association with the band, Mill Street has used the name Tragically Hip. They have used their albums, and they even feature Gord Downey's picture on their uh, social media channels in connection with the 100th Meridian beer. See, I miss that part. Like, that, I mean, that seems obvious. If you just like start taking their material and using it to sell your beer, then yeah, there's going to be a problem. I guess the band said they tried to sort it out with Mill Street for months, but I guess Mill Street didn't take the tragic clip seriously. Even members of the band said that they were a little tough to work with. I mean, if you're any business here in Canada, how can you disrespect the tragically hip. It's the most legendary band, arguably, over the past generation in this country. If you want to see that full statement put out by the uh, the remaining members of the tragically hip, you can get to it on the Classic Rock 98.1 Facebook page. Prime time with Blair and RV on Classic Rock 98.1. We're talking about how Blair failed miserably as a father. <laughs> <laughs> like, you said that with like so you say that with such a smile on your I face. You. This goes back now at least a month where my lovely wife Laura 
Actually, on the advice of URV, who had mentioned something called a Jiffy Rink. The Jiffy Rink, yes. Which is a product that's like decades old. And they're they're making a huge comeback because of the pandemic. We can't go anywhere. So people are building rinks in their backyards. And the Jiffy Rink, I didn't know what a Jiffy Rink was. You grew up with them in your backyard here in London. It's essentially like this, basically a massive clear garbage bag. <laughs> yeah. And in this case, it was 10 by 20. Right. It's got a little reinforced plastic ring on it and you fill it with a hose. It's about three inches deep. The idea is that you fill it to capacity as per the instructions. Yes. And you let it sit and freeze. And when it's totally solid, you peel back the surface and then you can skate on it. After three weeks, mine didn't freeze. I have no idea why. Through all of January, which is the coldest month of the year here. Like nothing going on. For a a chunk of that over the past week and change, it's been the vortex. So like minus 20 at night. And I'd say it got about 60% frozen. And there were times where I went and, like, with a broom, like, dusted off the snow, like, trying not to keep it insulated or anything like that. Couple holes got in it, deflated, half the rink froze. Now we're left with this sad, pathetic looking half ice rink that my kids can't even use. How did the kids react when they found out that you couldn't give them what you promised? Aww. That's what they said, eh? Daddy, ice rink, working on it. <laughs> So my because I always just say to my tw- my twin boys Bo and Shay, mom and dad are working on the ice rink. It should be ready soon. Working on it. <laughs> they're two and a half. They're you know they're still putting it all together. You know Jiffy Ring, good Hamilton company. I'm gonna read you the instructions. Okay, basic. <laughs> Spread Jiffy Rink on flat surface. One, two, fill with water. Three, allow it to freeze and tear off plastic top. You couldn't even follow three of the most simple <laughs> instructions ever given. Listen, I'm willing to admit that this is user error, but I, I followed the, the three steps to a T, and, and you, I have no idea why my Lucan backyard wasn't enough to freeze what appears to be two to three inches of water. It just it just wouldn't take. I'd say at best it was like 60% frozen. Isn't Lucan London's North Pole? Like, shouldn't it have froze? <laughs> I, you, you'd think. I don't know what else to say. I failed. I have, I have failed as a husband. I have failed as a father. I failed as a Canadian in attempting to be as Canadian as I can with an ice rink in my backyard, and I can't even get that right. If this is any indication, Blair, in the spring when the kids ask for a baseball diamond, do not channel your inner Kevin Costner. Primetime with Blair and RV on Classic Rock 98.1. And I'm wondering, RV, if this is going to come to... Uh, one of London's, what, 20 or so LCBO locations. Well, you might have to refinance your house if you want to get a bottle of this, Blair, because this new scotch whiskey that is uh, becoming available. Let's play a little game here. Okay. Higher or lower? What is your guess on how much this bottle of Bowmore Distillery whiskey is that's going to be sold? I don't know. Like, So obviously it's some sort of special edition if you're making this big a deal out of it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say like fifteen hundred bucks. That's where you're starting. That's way that. way higher. Way higher. Way higher. Okay, five grand. Way higher. Way higher. Seventy five hundred. Way higher. Keep going. Twenty thousand. <laughs> higher. Come on. Twenty five thousand. Higher. Give me a break. Okay. Fifty thousand. Way higher. Give me a break. Yeah, it's still going what up. What the hell is it then? Eighty five thousand no dollars. Eighty five thousand. Yeah. Who the hell is going to spend $85,000 on a bottle of whiskey? If you're a fan of James Bond, you may remember back in 1964, the Aston Martin DB5. Okay. Like, that was the sweet James Bond car. I think that was the Connery. 
car back then. Anyways, LCBO's latest acquisition going for sale in the next two weeks is one of the world's 25 bottles. Wow. Of black Bowmore DB5 1964. It's a 31-year-old Scotch whiskey. Whiskey is one of 25 bourbon, scotch, and American whiskeys being sold as part of the uh, the Lickbo's latest allocation lottery as of this morning. Man, as of, like, er, was earlier this year, Sean Connery, you know, passed away, unfortunately. Yeah. I, was, uh, I think he was, like, 116 years old or something. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, if you're a mega James Bond fan and, you know, maybe you want to buy it in honor of Sean Connery, like, $85,000. I just don't understand, like, who buys that. And, love- and, and do you drink it or do you just let it sit there? I would totally have a drink and then leave the rest of the bottle because you got to say that you've tried it, right? Yeah. $85,000 and get this 20, 20 cent deposit on the bottle. <laughs> Which, 20, yeah, yeah, by the way, hey, you still owe me 20 cents. Which I find absolutely ridiculous. A 20 cent deposit on this bottle. The bottle, you can actually see the photo on our Twitter at ClassicRock981. So the bottle is half glass. The other half of the bottle is a legit piston from an Aston Martin. That's actually kind of cool. That's neat. <laughs> I, I hope I hope what ends up happening, too, is that they put it in, like, this, like, a random location. Like, it ends up at, like, the LCBO slash Pioneer gas station at, oh, El- yeah. at Elgenfield and Highbury. Oh, yeah, the bo- the boonies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's just, like, one of those. It's, like, a convenience store slash LCBO just tucked away casually. You go in there for a pack of smokes. <laughs> oh, and can I, by the way, buy the get, uh, get that $85,000 bull marcher? I'm going to stick to, uh, you know, my Royal Reserve Blair. (laughs) $16 a bottle. Can't wait to drink that this weekend. Primetime with Blair and RV. On Classic Rock 98.1. We got word earlier in the week, RV, that the stay-at-home order for London, we don't exactly know what the color code is going to be, but it will be lifted by early next week. Uh, Mackie from the London Middlesex Health Unit uh, said that it's going to be red or orange when we go into it on Tuesday. So you combine both those colors together, Blair, and we get yellow. And so to a small extent, you'll allow you'll be allowed to be out and about. But they're still urging people, you know, to distance and, and wear your mask, right? Yes. Once we leave our jail cells, Blair, we will have to wear a mask <laughs> and get vaccinated and all that stuff. But, you know, all the... All the doctors are saying that we're probably going to have to wear a mask for like the foreseeable future, even in a world of vaccinations. And even like I think it was down in the U.S., the top doctor there. What's his name? Tony Fauci. Yes. He was saying at one point, like, we should we should be wearing two masks. Like I'm we not, should be double DMing, double masking. I'm not wearing two masks. I'm not wearing three masks. I've heard of triple layering it, too. I, I No, not well, going to be doing that. But what about all the masks you could possibly put on your face ever, RV? Oh, perhaps a new invention that may uh, take us into the future of this pandemic. To fight COVID-19, Dr. Anthony Fauci recently endorsed the idea of wearing two face masks. But if you want total protection, get the new Infinity Mask from Safeco. (laughs) It's the only mask that comes with an actual textile worker who physically weaves additional masks as you go about your day. (laughs) You heard me right. Using a space-age miniature loom, your personal strap-on textile worker can weave up to 29 additional masks in a typical eight-hour day. Talk about staying safe. Just listen to what an actual Infinity Mask wearer has to say. Oh, yeah, one of the greatest masks. Everybody should get one. The new Infinity Mask from Safeco. Check it out. <laughs> Prime time with Blair and RV. On Classic Rock 98.1.